0: Hello, it's Miss Beatrix, and I'm coming to you with a podcast. And this is a real podcast, not like a fantasy audio type thing. This is going to be, you know, real, the real Miss Beatrix. And I'm really excited to start this podcast, and it's called The Slut Next Door. Um, I am a taboo phone sex operator, an audio porn creator just an overall slut. And I just want to talk about all things sluts and kinks and fetishes and just all the dirty things that lie inside of your head probably too, if you're listening. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to start this project. And today for episode one, it's going to be mostly about me, let you know Uh, sides of Miss Beatrix that you may or may not have known. Um, I'm going to explain how I got into the sex work industry. And I'm also going to kind of tease, you know, where this podcast will be going, my future plans with it, um, when you can hear it, where you can hear it, things of that nature. So let's hop into it. Uh, The first thing I wanted to start with was the name of the podcast, The Slut Next Door. Um, The word slut is a personal favorite of mine. You could even say it's a trigger word. I love the word slut. I love it. (laughs) It just elicits something so positive within me, but it's taken me a long time to get there, and I would... Love to share that journey um, throughout my whole podcast journey, really. But I've always, as an adult woman, learned about myself that I have this slut identity and it's okay. I like her. Like I hold her very close um, now, where before I didn't. And um, yeah, it just... I feel like that's a whole nother episode is getting into, you know, what it's like to be a woman and be a slut, you know, because we've gotten better as a society, I think where we're getting better, but we're not totally there. And that, you know, there's still a lot of negative connotation with women being sexually open and sexually free. I mean, there just is, it's it's still there and it sucks, you know, uh, that's okay. Uh, so yeah. And then the next door part. So if you were to meet me in public, you know, at, at say the grocery store, you may meet me and think, "Wow, oh, she's a really nice lady," or you might think I'm a prude because that's just how I I face to the public. I look like a very normal um girl next door, milf next door type of vibe. Um You would look at me and not think that I make the audios that I do or, you know, that I make men come all day. (laughs) So I wanted to combine those two because those, you know, that dichotomy is special to me. So yeah, that's something that you can expect with this podcast as a very just genuine and honest woman who just happens to be super fucking slutty (laughs) and very proud of it. If I may say so plans for the podcast, uh, there will be some episodes like this one where it's just me talking, but majority of them will be with other people, with other guests. And, you know, I'll go into the next question to ask. So like, what is the podcast going to be about every week? I want to focus on a different specific very niche Uh, fetish or kink so like for example um, I may bring in another content creator that uh, you know works within a niche of um, I don't know daddy daughter Uh, and so that episode will be all about daddy daughter or um, you know I may find a particular someone which I did talk to someone today um, that really did have sex with his sister (laughs) and so that episode would be about incest and you know just like super niche fetishes and kinks that people aren't really talking about a lot especially in the podcast setting so yeah so again some of them will just be me but a lot of them will be with other people and I'm super stoked about that um where the podcast will be held. So for now it's going to be like a very underground beginning and I'm considering making it public, like, you know, finding it, uh, in places where you can find most podcasts. Uh, not quite sure where I'm going with that yet, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Um, and then why? I feel like that's a really important question. Why am I doing this podcast? Well, One reason is that I am super passionate about sex, kinks, fetishes. Uh, I get excited to talk about them and I'm always looking. I've looked at many, many, you know, kinky type of podcasts and still follow some that I really like, Uh, but finding like a good quality one is very difficult and especially ones that are talking about things that are taboo per se. Um, you know, there's just not enough conversation happening there and I am more than excited to do it myself. Um, and you know, you can say that I'm so passionate about kink that I do it for a living. I literally do online sex work full time all day, every day. (laughs) I have to force myself to take a day off that I recently started doing, I'm really embarrassed to say that, that I was working seven days a week and by choice. <laughs> so, you know, I just super past passionate about uh, sex in general and in any way that I can have that outlet. And especially with other people is just awesome. I mean, that's, it just sounds like a blast to me. So I'm super excited about this project and Not only do I, you know, work within this kinky kind of setting every single day, I've also lived a very kinky life. So, you know, I just feel like this is a natural progression, if you will, (laughs) to just continue to talk about kink in every which way I can. I'm also excited to share myself with people, Uh, something I'm not really good at, actually, I don't know if that comes as a, as a surprise, but I'm typically a really private person and I like to keep things close to me. And, you know, this is kind of coming out of my comfort zone, but I'm like wanting to come out of my comfort zone. Um, so, yeah, it feels very safe and very exciting, though. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I want to do the podcast. Um, those are plans for the podcast. I mean, just tons of ideas. I'm super stoked about it. So now I'll just go into a brief history about me, Miss Beatrix. And so I'm going to start with myself. Um, Specifically, the side of Miss Beatrix that is a super hardcore slut. (laughs) And I've been, I've pretty much been, I was thinking about this before I started it. Kind of going through my history you know, as a sexual girl, woman. And, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 14. Um, I guess that's not terrible, but it's pretty young. Um, And ever since then, I feel like it just awoke something in me. Like I, it, it didn't stop there. I had, you know, lost my virginity to a boy, a boy I was dating in high school And it just, it got crazier and crazier and crazier. Um, you know, I think my favorite story to share is this. So I have to paint a picture first. Uh, so when I grew up in high school, I was just the perfect student. I mean, I made good grades. I was an athlete. I was, you know, part of the popular crowd or whatever, um, You know, I had my shit together and I remember this boy that was like in my homeroom class and he was just like a typical punk rock kid, you know, had the Mohawk and everything, super cute, but he had like passed me a note or something that, um, I can't remember what it said, but it was something he must've hit on me or let me know that he was into me or something and I wanted to be into him, but I, but I couldn't because you know, the bullshit, uh, high school society, if you will. And so what I did is I would meet this kid in secret. Like I would go have sex with this punk rock kid. We would skip class and go fuck. And I would keep it a secret. Like it just blows my mind that I did that. I mean, I think I was 16 years old then just Uh, it's just crazy. And then I was thinking about a time later in high school where I just allowed my boyfriend to uh, like pass me around to his friends. And I was like, totally okay with that. So a lot of my teenager and my years in my twenties was figuring out, like I knew what I was doing, wasn't normal. That's what I thought. I thought I wasn't normal. I thought something was wrong with me. Um, And it goes back to that negative connotation part with girls that are like sexually open and free. And so I spent a lot of years thinking something was wrong with me and I just had like had a sex problem or something. And, uh, you know, uh, my 20s was just littered with one night stands. I mean, it was just like, I never thought I was addicted to sex. Um, I did question if I was a nympho, but I didn't ever want to admit it. Uh, It just, like I said, it was something that I I just, I was just, I don't want to say ashamed either, but I guess that is a word. I was ashamed. Uh, I just didn't know quite what to think of myself. So um, in my later 20s, I was introduced to BDSM from, from a man I was dating. And I feel like that was kind of a, 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 shift for me in a, in a positive direction. You know, when, when he introduced me to it, <laughs> my, I was definitely kind of turned off by it because I had some misconceptions. I thought BDSM was like all chains and leather and bikers. Like I just had like a silly misconception, but you know, if you know, it's a lot deeper than that. Um, it's a huge umbrella of things. And I felt like it gave my slut identity a birth. Like I, I felt like it came alive. I felt like it had meaning and purpose, if that makes any sense at all. But I'm telling you, that was a big shift for me. And You know, then after that, uh, that didn't work out. And I just had like some failed relationships one after another. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say that Miss Beatrix is single and I'm happy to be single right now. I'll probably stay single the rest of my life and I'll go ahead and admit Miss Beatrix is in her later (laughs) thirties. Um, I feel like these things are important to share. So, uh, yeah, so I had like a major relationship fail. Um, you know, I walked away from it and it's funny because I was so, I was so excited about dating. I was like in this relationship for years and I thought, oh my God, I, I have so much to offer. I have so much to give. I'm going to kill this dating scene. So I downloaded all the apps and I swiped and I met guys And holy fuck, it was just a fucking nightmare. It was just, um, you know, ghosting, bad sex, bad kissers. Nothing was positive. I hated it. And it just bummed me out really bad. Like, I couldn't even get fucked properly. Like, these guys, I just... In their 30s, that just had no idea how to fuck a woman. It was ridiculous. So... One night I was going through Bumble and I came across a couple, a married couple had a profile and I thought, Hmm, I think I'm going to swipe right. Cause here's the thing. I had had a one, just one female, female, male threesome, like in my twenties. And it was terrible because the girl really wasn't into me. I think she was just doing it to make the guy happy. It was just terrible. It wasn't a good experience. And I thought, you know, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to swipe right. And if it works out, I would love a redo on a threesome. So I swiped. I met this couple and they were flipping amazing. I loved them. We had the best time together. And did get that threesome in so much better. (laughs) But you know, so I met I meet these people and they're like they get to know kind of the things I was into and they were like, you know, Miss Beatrix, I think you would really like to join us like at some like swinger type events. And I was like, hmm, I never thought about that. Um, I decided to do it because I I did have some group sex interests and boy <laughs> time of my life. I mean, I've never had so much fun as a single woman surrounded by couples, mostly. I mean, just, just a bluff. <laughs> I can't even, that's a whole nother episode. It's just story. Like, I feel like some of the things I've done, you wouldn't even believe I did. <laughs> just so much fun and so much sex and so much of being a slut. And I just own that shit. And that was also a defining moment in that I finally, you know, really owned up to myself. Like, yes, this is who I am. I love fucking. I love being a slut. And I'm gonna fucking do it. And I did it, you know. (laughs) So um yeah, that was uh that's kind of the brief, I guess, relationship history. And, you know, I recently had a relationship. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. We we broke up like, a, let's see, a month or two ago. And I'm still sour about it. And I honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I really am. I promise I am. I don't even want it. <laughs> because here's the thing. I know how to go out and get sex. You know what I mean? Like, I know... Where to get it. How to get it. It's almost too easy. It's finding that real good connection. Again, whole nother episode there. But, um, so yeah, sex worker. So how I got into sex work. So I was doing DoorDash as a little side gig. I had a regular nine to five job very normal. Um, you know, I had never done sex work before, just did really slutty things in in my life. And so I was doing DoorDash on the side just for some extra cash. And I was getting really tired of it. I thought I need to find something different to do. And so what I did is I went online and I searched up like side jobs or whatever. And it led me to an article about women selling their used panties. And I was like, that sounds interesting. Like I can do that easily. So I signed up and quickly realized it was so much more like, I feel like the panty selling was not even the main thing. It was sexting. It was video, um, you know, phone sex, all kinds of things. So got started there and I really, um, did well. And I really, (laughs) think it's because I am so comfortable with sex and I was already well-versed in kinks and fetishes and I knew what guys wanted um and then also a piece of that too is I was very experienced in being uh dominant as a female so you know the subby boys on there were just going wild so I was like this is really fun like it it I made way more money than I did door dashing and it was, it was going great. Um, one day and see, I worked from home in my regular job and I came across a phone sex site, like a platform where people, you know, do phone sex only pretty much. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to do an actual, you know, phone sex platform and I'm going to do it while I work from home. So I'm sitting there working from home, doing a regular job and also picking up my phone and making men come. <laughs> and in one week that I did that, I made like double what I was making in my regular job. And I had a pretty good job. It wasn't anything crazy, but, um, you know, I paid the bills and, uh, I was like, whoa. The, this is something because I, I could so hustle doing the panty business. I could do fun sex. I could do this. You know, there's a lot of options out there for for women to do online sex work. So I decided to make the plunge. I thought, okay, I'm going to go ahead first. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do fun sex full time and uh, started doing it. And <clears throat> I was doing videos and just all kinds of shit. I mean, I'm trying to think of other examples of what I was doing. I mean, just anything you could think of. I felt like I was checking 20 different sites at that time. And uh, it was fun. I was still having a blast. Um, I felt like I was... <laughs> this sounds corny. I felt like I was doing what I was born to do. <laughs> but I really did. It, it. There's something... And this taps into my slut side. There's something within me that loves making a man come it is like a fucking drug like hearing a man come on over the phone knowing and even in person like making a man come it's just so fulfilling it's it it energizes me and I was just addicted uh, truly addicted so yeah fast forward a little bit and I had a customer um that was doing like uh, a mommy son kind of role play. And he said, you know, he was kind of testing my limits and, you know, I wasn't stopping anywhere. And he's like, you know what? I think that you should really check out this place I just found called Perverse Paradise. It's a discord server. And at that time I was already on discord uh, with my own server, actually. I wanted like, like I said, I was checking like I felt like 20 sites every day and I wanted people in the same place. I wanted them in one place. <laughs> and so I said, cool, I'll join. And I'm telling you immediately I got with, um, I saw the server and I was very, very impressed and I thought, what a cool place. I got with Katie Starling, the owner, and then I was like, um, cause she's very open to people other content creators, like, selling on there and promoting themselves. And I was like, fuck yeah, like, Katie, hey, I want to promote myself. And just so super quickly, she took me on, and it's been truly the best switch in my sex work career because of that community. Community, um, I got very much into the age play. I mean, I dove deep 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 into age play and I enjoyed doing it um you know it wasn't something new to me I had actually explored age play with that icky boyfriend I was telling you about the one that was kind of recent um you know he was the first time I really got into it another episode I'll get into but um yeah I just it was like the stars aligned for me to be there because I have never been so fulfilled. Obviously, like I said, making men come all day long on the phone was super fulfilling. But joining Perfect Paradise, it really cemented or I guess I should say it brought it full circle for me because of the mental health piece and her harm reduction. It really meant a lot to me to... Not only make men come, but do it for a good reason sometimes, you know, helping people with urges that they have, or even, even this is such a big deal to me, providing someone with acceptance that they've never felt in their whole entire life because they can't be into the things that they're truly into because people look at it. As it's wrong, and so you, I may be the first person they talk to on the phone that really accepts them for who they are and is okay with it and likes it and encourages it, um, all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's that's kind of brings you up to speed with the sex work, I think. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I just talked and talked and talked. I guess that's what a podcast is, right? So. I'll take that and go to listener questions because I always want to have those. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw in there one last piece about the sex work history. What I like about discord and being there full time is I like being on the ground level. I like talking to the men that like my content because they give me ideas. I'm able to get inside their minds, the mind of a perv and yeah. And like, this is why I'm bringing it up is the listener questions. Like they ask the best questions. I'm telling you commissions are my favorite thing to do because you guys have the best imaginations like shit. I cannot even think about. So anyways, like I said, I, I'll go ahead and plug this. So I have a server now where I'm going to kind of house the recorded episodes Um, and it's also just going to be kind of a community built around the podcast basically, but I just have a few guys in there already and I wanted to, you know, give them the ability to ask me questions to answer on the podcast. So the first question is what else makes Miss B tick? Okay, I'll answer that one. What makes me tick? I'm going to take that as he was asking sexually. What makes me tick sexually? I think it all boils down to the man coming. I don't know what it is. Like it energizes me. It brings me so much joy to be in control of a man like that. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. I love it. it's like, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a fucking drug and I can't get enough of it. Um, what do I like to do outside of this? That was actually a great question. And a question I should be asking myself because as I started this saying, I work too fucking much, (laughs) but what do I like to do outside of this? I'm a big music nerd. Oh my, I love music, but I have no talent there, but I am like, a huge m- music nerd so I'm always listening to music I'm always discovering music I used to go to concerts like crazy I don't really do that anymore um I love to go explore outside in nature like I love taking hikes not in the summer though I'm like so over the summer right now um what else do I like to do oh I love yard sales I love thrift stores I love funky little stores like that Um, I do collect records too. I just like old things sometimes, you know, like old vintage things makes me happy. Um, and the same person asked, do you spend that time thinking of more depraved and disgusting audios? (laughs) That made me laugh. Um, when I am not doing this, am I thinking about audios? That's an interesting question too, because if, you heard my recent confessions audio. I had been thinking about that premise for a good month. And things like percolate in my head often. I often need time. And I always say it's because I'm so old that I need that time to percolate. Um So... I say that to say, I'm not like spending all my time thinking about it, but I, I could be driving down the road and it'll pop in my head, you know, an audio idea or, you know, I'll be watching Law and Order SVU and think that's a cool audio idea (laughs) based on that true crime. Uh, Yeah. So next question. Um, where does your desire to provide a safe space for pervs like us come from? And um, why provide this service to those of us with this le- level of depravity? And very interesting. I love that. So where does my desire lie? So like I said earlier with the acceptance, man, it I can't tell you how exciting it is when someone tells me you know, Miss B, you're the first person I have said out loud, X, Y, Z to, you know, uh, the first person I felt safe enough to say that around, um, you know, and very little offends me. (laughs) Nothing at all. I I would, I would even go as far to say nothing can offend me. Um, you know, you could say I am too fucking a horse and I, I'm going to think, okay, interesting, but I'm not going to judge you. Like I do not like to kink shame as long as it's safe and legal and consensual. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Like I, who am I to judge you? Um, you know, so that helps and being in such a depraved place is I, I really can be offended. So yeah. And why provide this service to you? well, I mean, I feel like I answered that. It, it generally makes me happy. I love making men come. So yeah. <laughs> and I enjoy it. Like I seriously enjoy it. I will spend all day doing phone sex or, you know, uh, planning audios. And I am like aroused myself. I mean, how can I not love what I do? Like, I can't even explain how much I love what I do. I love it. Um, it's, uh part c to his question was does it interfere with your day-to-day this is something i'm trying to work on do i need to stop being such a work i get addicted to working i really do and this one this job is hard because sometimes it doesn't feel like a job i will i will admit that it does not feel like a job sometimes so how does it interfere with day-to-day um I think you might be asking, like, hmm, if I'm talking about, like, an age play kind of role play with someone, do I go out in public and see kids in a different light? No, I don't because um, I'm really good at com- compartmentalizing. Like, uh, I'm j- I just am. Like, it, when I leave the room that I work in, my brain switches to that milk next door vibe. Like, it's really easy for me to do that. Um, So it doesn't really interfere with my day-to-day. Yeah. Um, And then he put, simply put, why do you care about us so much? Listen, I love perverts. I love perverts. Like, I love how crazy you guys get. I love those buttons I press over and over. It's so fun to press. I love it. And I'm telling you, perverts are fucking sweet. Majority, not all of them. But a lot of you are just so freaking cool and sweet. I love it. Um, So somebody asked, what was your first foray into the sex work world? Were you nervous, scared, or full throttle? So I'll go back to the panty selling. Was I nervous? Um... I guess there was some nervous to it. Like, oh my God, what if so-and-so that I know sees this? Um, I just got over that. Like, there comes a point, and I think it comes at age, where I'm just like, fuck it. Like, who the fuck cares? If someone were to find me on that site, I'll just say, well, yeah, I do sell my panties, so what? (laughs) Um, I wouldn't say I was scared. And I did just hit the ground running. I really did. Um, I had so much fun selling panties. It was different but it's so much fun I did hit it full throttle it's very exciting and it was exciting just to like work with kink stuff I mean that's all it really was like guys you know into panties are into really kinky things and that does not feel like work to me um next question care to share with us your sexual your first sexual encounter I kind of went over that it was very uneventful, like typical. It probably lasted 10 seconds. There was no foreplay. Um, yeah, I barely remember it. I just, it was at a high school party with a boyfriend. Like, it just was very uneventful. Sorry, it's not exciting. Um, I do remember it did hurt. I do remember that. And it was just, it was ner- I was nervous. It was scary, you know, someone entering your pussy for the first time. And you know, I don't think I was like fingered or anything before then. So it was just like full on, let's get right into sex (laughs) type of thing. Maybe that's why I'm a slut. Hmm, Interesting. I never thought about it that way. (laughs) This one was, this one was interesting. If you had to cut out all sexual fetishes out of your life, except one, which one would you keep? That is such a mean question. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Friend that asked me that one was hard because why? Why put it down to one? And I could only think of two things, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna cheat and say this or that. So the first one is making men come. Like, I cannot imagine a world where I am not making men come. It just satisfies me so much. Um, the second one, if I really, really, really had to boil it down to a p- particular fetish, it would be cuckolding because I, it taps into my slut side. I love being a slut. I love fucking. Um, and then I also have a part of me that loves being a femdom. dom. Um, so yeah, it, and then the, uh, I'm also an exhibitionist. So fucking in front of someone just is so exciting for me. So yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, thank you for the questions, guys. They were really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've listened this long, I do want to kind of plug a few things. Um, I do have a server that is called The Slot Next Door, and it's just going to be, you know, the podcast is at the heart of it and a community around it. I really hope you consider joining Um You know, we have a lot of fun in there and I like getting to know you guys. Uh, I do have it set up to where you react to a role and you get shown a particular channel. Like, for example, if you're into uh, what's one of um, uh, age play, you can react to a role and you'll see the age play channel. If you don't react to that age play, you don't see the channel. So, it is customized uh, porn sharing type of deal, and within there, it's really fun. Um, so, yeah, and then I also just wanted to plug Pervert Paradise is, you know, really blowing up right now. There's, I forgot to look before I started this, but it's like thousands of members. I mean, we've got some really big names in there recently that are just, you know, adding so much value to the server and even before them so much value in that server. Um, I cannot praise it enough. Those are my people. I love, I love my pervs (laughs) again. Thank you so much for listening and please tune in next time. And you never know who's going to be there or, or who, or what I'm going to be talking about. So Thank you again. This is your slut next door. Miss Beatrix. Bye.